Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to just talk with you guys about a hodgepodge of different things. Uh, first, go and follow me on Facebook at uh, Jen Lowry Writes and Twitter and Instagram and LinkedIn. It's really important that you guys stay connected with me because as I will speak about things on the podcast, then you can go out and check out the sites. And I'm not saying I'm the best modeler <laughs> um, that you, you know, look at me as a guide and then go out. No, but I'm just saying you can stay up with the way that I do try to work this author life. And so words and then to practice. And sometimes uh, us visual learners out there like to see um, what's happening too on the different sites. So I would really encourage you that if you have not followed me, um, please do so. Follow the podcast, follow YouTube. Um, my YouTube channel is slowly growing. Um, I've had it for a long time, people. So um, I know that that is a slow process. And speaking of YouTube, last week I was in a conference and I had only 10 minutes to speak at the panel. And I've talked about this on a couple of other episodes that about the, the Writers' Conference. And I met a ton of people, super excited about it. But um, I received a message that said, I wish that you could have had an opportunity to share more. And I'm like, well, that's it. I do share more. Like you know, everywhere else. It's just during that conference, it was very short. So I will redo this event because I need an hour with people to talk about K-12 engagement, reader engagement, working with children with books and how to align your work to, you know, maybe what a teacher is looking for. So I've decided, okay, that during this on the spot that I was going to hold another event and I would do a live this time. Um, the last time that I did an event right, I had four people in the room. When I do Facebook and YouTube and I'm out and I'm doing the streaming, I'm connecting with more than four people. So the, that last event, Bright, um, even though it was successful and that I met one more person, you know, I had another person in that I had had one contact with prior, but she saw that I was advertising it on LinkedIn and was like, oh, it's free. Jen's doing it. I want to go. So I don't think I'm going to do the event, Bright piece, though. I think I'm going to pull people just to the live just for the live stream, people can be in chat, um, and I'm going to hold it that way, and then it'll be banked, it'll be on my channel, I feel that the material is useful, maybe it can help someone, um, it could be just old, same old, same old for people that have been doing this a long time, or they may say, oh wow, that's one new nugget that I can get from this, so I am putting that together. And I'm planning on running that on Sunday. And I will have tomorrow, and tonight and tomorrow to advertise that. Um, for me, doing stuff and advertising it months out is like for the big WWJ conferences. We have the Youth Summit coming up. And that's going to be May 22nd. And then we have the 
August 6th and 7th date for the main conference that's going to be for all uh, genres and um, audiences. So I can start talking about those and directing people to at Jesus Writing on Facebook where they can see how to, you know, what's happening there and follow up and um, fill out the forms on, you know, on our link tree and all of that. I mean, but for me with my events, I was really trying to do an event page, event bright, doing all of that long, you know, process stuff, putting all the time on me. And then if I'm only, you know, receiving like one person or two people that are new and then my, you know, my WWJs are with me and I love them and we're hanging out. Well, my WWJs could come in with me and hang out with me while I'm working in the, in the room, the studio. And it could end up, you know, if they write K-12, you know, it could be a panel. So I did offer it up this time for WWJs. If any K-12 people wanted it, they could hop into the studio with me. But um, no one wanted to jump in on this one. That's the thing. You know, you've got to look at your schedule. You've got to see what's up with your life. Um, don't overcommit to things. I did. I overcommitted to one and completely forgot about a takeover. And I love those. And guys, it just, I was in the other conference. Um, it was on the same exact day. And I had double booked myself. You know, you got to be real careful. So I did kind of chuckle yesterday. I was in a meeting scheduling a, a presenter. And she was like, let me check my calendar. And then she said, let me check my second calendar. And I thought about the hobbits. You know, we just had breakfast. Let's have our second breakfast. And I'm going, you know what? I need to keep at least one calendar. And that's something that you guys might be shocked about. But I don't normally stay up with my calendar. Um, so that's something else I wanted to encourage all of us to do today. Uh, when I'm talking about us, I'm talking about me. So we have our Google Calendar, um, a part of our Gmail. If you do have a Gmail uh, Google account, um, go on and get one if you don't. <sighs> you heard me sigh. Yes, I have one. I just have to start putting things in. And the reason why I do need it is because I'm going to have tons and tons more of podcast opportunities that are going to be coming up this year. And I will go back and fish through emails. And I'll go, okay, let me check Laura's. And I'll go back and I'll say, oh, you know, Laura's is this date. And okay, it's at, you know, usually they're all at 4 o'clock. So I'm really good with the time. Unless I have to like do a special one because of somebody's work schedule or something. You know it's going to be, you know, 4 o'clock when I'm holding them. Because that's before I cook and before homeschool. Right after I get off of my first job. <laughs> first and second jobs. Um, so... The podcast is, you're going to see a lot of interviews that are going to be popping up. Next week, I have two interviews. And I typically only do one interview a week or one, you know, one or two interviews a month because of my schedule. However, I do want to, I do want to extend my hand um, and meet people. Uh, this is my year of connection. I told you guys how important it was for me to not only you know meet new authors and increase my author circle but also specifically within the thriller crime um, adult fiction world that's the readers you know that's the, the 
that's the authors that I want to connect with this year. That's my primary, one of my primary goals. Uh, the Sunday Killer is going to be coming out near the, you know, late summer. And I need to just increase, you know, my group. It's important to me. So that is on my list. And that's why I'll be reading more uh, horror, supernatural thrillers, I love it anyway. That's my that's my genre. That's my that's my personal joy. Um, I do have more than just um, kid lit. I mean, kid lit is my life. But then I have my own. Like if if I'm gonna move away from kid lit and my my love of middle grades, then I'm my middle grades fiction. I'm gonna definitely move over to you know horror, adult, supernatural, thrillers, those kind of things. Because uh, that's what movies, that's the only thing I ever want to watch. So, you know, you partner your love with what you want to write. It's all going to work out because the research is fun. <laughs> so, I'm still doing research. Even with the Sunday Killer written, I'm still doing research. Um, I just finished the Night Soccer series on Netflix. Um, I'm going to be, you know, continuing to plot out for the second Sunday Killer in case it's asked for. I do want the Heather Moody Detective Series to run a long time. Um, I would love it to be something that I could carry forth um, and just to continue to develop these characters and, and grow with them um, in this genre. So I'm looking forward to what the Lord might have for me with Heather Moody's character. I will say that with the connection piece, it's to me um, a lot easier uh, in 2021 to build those kind of connections with people than ever before for me. Because one, I've, you know, have that no fear where I'll reach out to someone and they can say yes, they can say no, or they can completely ignore my email. And, and I'm so confident with that. And it's not like, oh, they hurt my feelings. This person didn't contact me. No, I know people are busy. <laughs> I know people have lives. I know people have different priorities. I know not everyone wants to be on a podcast. I know not everyone wants to have an author connection with someone else because they may have this huge circle or they may not have circles. They might not do that. But I learned so much from other people. So when I reached out to Lisa Regan and she was on the show, she told me about Sisters in Crime. Here I am learning something brand new, joined Sisters in Crime, and I've already went to one of their webinars, Romantic Suspense, and it was so good. And I was like, you know what? One connection leads to another connection that just helps me process more about the genre and learn. And I love to learn, guys. I love it. So, I'm really excited about future opportunities and where they may lead. So, calendar is important because I can't get like swept away. I do have an interview on Monday with a crime writer. Awesome. Super excited about that one. Um, and then I'll be back to my kid lid again. <laughs> So, um, you never know what's going to be happening at Jen Lowry Writes. Because uh, I sure don't. Sometimes, you know, this is the whole beauty of it. You know, we get surprises all the time in this life. So, one of my greatest um, interviews of all time, you guys know it, is Katie Camillo. She's my favorite author um, forever. I mean, she's it. Um, and spending that hour with Kate was just a phenomenal experience for me like 
thank you, Jesus, again for that. I know it was all Jesus. And, you know, just being with her and having that opportunity to share her message with the world. And then everyone else afterwards, you know, just so many, so many I could name. And then this week, Laura Amy Schlitz, y'all, it was to me just lovely. I felt lovely. And I'm going to tell you personally, I have a lot of things going on in, in personal, okay? Like in the, in the behind the author life. And if I ever needed to spend a day with lovely, it was that day. And we, on top of things that are happening personal, I also had, you know, to go back into the workplace, which had been almost a year of teaching from home. There was occasional, you know, times when we would go in for, you know, thinking that we were going to start up and then they would pull us back. And, um, and so it was my first day back in the building. Um, I was kind of, you know, really sad about leaving Sam and all of, you know, just having to deal with all of those emotions and worrying about my health and students and colleagues and families and all of that was weighing so much on me and then a lot of other personal circles around my life just um just a lot guys there is a lot going on behind the scenes and it will be within the next few months and so it's going to be an emotional time for me for these next few months and i had the interview and I didn't know how it would go. I mean, you never know how interviews go. I just know that the Lord would take care of me and, and my person. And he, he did, yet again. And I walked into that space, and everything else just went away. And it was time to talk about books. And it was time to talk about Amber and Clay and research behind it and inspirations and motivations for writing when it's tough and and everything I needed and story and storytelling and all of it and it was such a lovely colorful moment for me and it was a gift and I walked away just in awe and just so excited I was excited walking in and I was excited walking out of that interview and I said you know thank you Lord you know for opening doors for allowing me to have that opportunity because in these moments it was it was great for me to pause and remember how story gets me through how in difficult times books matter and they do. And, and I preached that. And I, I talked about that on Saturday during the conference. And, you know, here I was in the midst of a storm. And books mattered. Story mattered. And so that night when it was time to go to bed. And I knew I was not going to be able to cut my mind off. I don't know if you guys have moments like that. You know, I, I'll write poetry during moments like that. Or, you know, a tough scene. I'll write that. But... I was just so exhausted, and I said, God, I, I need, you know, a, a direction, and I pulled up a book, 
and I read, I was going to say, I'm going to read 20 minutes. I set my clock for 20 minutes and five chapters later, <laughs> uh, an adult book, um, five chapters later, I was in the presence and, um, that's the name of the book and it's by Kurt Kilgrave. It's an author that I've met that I reached out to and I asked him to be on the podcast because he writes adult horror and I, uh, I thought he had some really cool titles and really cool premises for his books and right now I'm reading about a haunted library and I was swept up into this haunted library and I was like you know what uh, books are what I need I mean I have Jesus with me you know prayer is there and I've prayed and I've you know spent my time with the Lord and I've asked friends to pray for me and I know Jesus has me covered I know and then books and so I did want to end with that to let you know that when I say books matter I mean it from my heart um, and the moments that I have when I look back that day with Laura matters it matters to me that I had an opportunity to have a platform where I could share her color with the world her beauty with the world, the way that she sees things. And that's why, you know, with the podcast, I'm just so grateful for that first click of a button that said, do you have a podcast? We need your link. And I look back at that moment as the start of something new of the, what is this? How do I do this? You know, everyone has to start somewhere to now and I say whatever it is that's in front of you and you feel led to do that thing please don't have any fear know the Lord will take you where he's leading you and it's a learning curve everything is whatever this thing is you've got to research you've got to learn you've got to take time you've got to develop You've also got to jump. <laughs> and so wherever you are in your process in life, just know that your story matters. Your book matters. Your voice matters. All right, guys. It's a rainy, icy morning, but here we are. Yesterday, I got a chance to work from home. Um, and then I'm now back again. So, I'm pulling up, and uh, I hope y'all have a wonderful day. I hope that um, this weekend, the rain goes away, the ice goes away, because I have um, plans this weekend. Um, and uh, I'll keep you guys posted on that engagement. If you go to my Facebook You'll see what time I'm going to be having it. I got to check my calendar. Not let's 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 get real. I got to make my calendar. But I'm planning on um, probably Sunday night at seven to have the reader engagement, and I'm going to uh, talk it all out with you guys, and I'll go through the slides that I created for the conference and add more to it and, and just slow down. I won't have to talk, you know, a mile a minute. And I'll just be able to relax and, and speak about ways to engage with K-12 
And this would have been the presentation that I probably would have given at the, the youth summit, but I gave my spot away. Um, I did ha save myself a spot. And then when I had a, a leading of the spirit to ask an author, I knew that that author was meant to go, not me. And so that's fine. I'll just take this one. I'll do it on my own, put it on my channel. And I'll be talking about the youth conference more on Sunday. So if you want more information about that, come hang out with me on that live too at Jen Lowry Writes every day.